This is a Bold Babes podcast. Why did I create the Bold Babe show? Honestly, because I was tired of hearing underdog stories from top dogs. You know, there's so much inspiration to be found when we just turn and look to the woman that's next door to us. The woman that is making impact in her local community. The woman that is fighting for the people in her hometown. I wanted to highlight those stories because honestly, they deserve to be told. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Bold Babes Show. I am sitting next to a woman who is just a powerhouse. I am really, really excited about diving into this episode because I just think that what she has to offer is just so needed in this world. So without further ado, Cool. Um, thank you for having me on the show. Um, my name is Trisha Sitamire of TrishaSitamire.com, um, and I am a career consultant and fulfillment coach. Um, so my fulfillment coaching system is called Control-Alt-Delete, which stands for take control of your future, alter your mindset, and delete all doubt. In short, what I do is help people if they're looking to make a shift or change, uh, whether that means, you know, accomplishing some type of long-term goal or do some type of career change. So um, the way my business is broken down is I have a career consulting, which is like interview prep, resume review. Um, Sometimes people need help with networking and making connections, like if they're trying to shift careers or shift jobs. Um, And then I also offer one-on-one fulfillment coaching and you know, basically we meet, talk about your goals, your progress, where you might need motivation and accountability. Um, and I do it in one, two, three month packages, if you will. I also have a retreat that I'm planning uh, in Jamaica, which is group style sessions um, and lots of fun activities. And and then I have published a book called I'm Sick of This Shit, uh, which you can find on my website, trishasidamire.com. And basically, it is a guide to help people get into action and stay into action. So, you know, when you mentioned that your goal is helping millennial women start and stay in business, like I don't definitely connected with that because my book is to help people get into action, you know, in whatever that they're, they're wanting to pursue or bring to fruition in their own life and stay there. So definitely excited to be having a conversation with you and thank you so much. I'm crazy excited about diving in. Okay. So first of all, you published a book and it is awesome. Did you go through a self-publishing process or was it through a publishing house? I went through a self-publishing process. Um, I had no knowledge whatsoever about publishing a book before I essentially dreamt up and woke up one morning and was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to publish this book um, and did a lot of research and have definitely learned a lot and still learning a lot about um, the self-publishing process because there's so many different pieces of it that from the outside you don't necessarily think about. Like I remember right before um, the book was released, they were asking me about what type of weighted paper I wanted for the book. And I'm like, uh, I mean you guys are the experts since you guys know. Um, So yeah, went through the self-publishing process and 
definitely something that I would do again. I've already started outlining my second book. And since I've published it, I always have people come up to me and they're like, you know, I've always wanted to publish a book. And I'm like, you should do it. Do it. If you have questions, ask me, let me know. I'm happy to share, you know, what I learned in the process. So definitely an interesting road. (laughs) I think so, too. I self-published a book in my first business I kind of did it more so for marketing than anything else, and I kind of, like, forget about it all Mm -hmm. the time. (laughs) How do you use your book as a resource for your clients? Because I know that a lot of people kind of take the road that I did Mm -hmm. um, after they self-publish, and they just put something out to put something out Mm -hmm. and kind of use it for a marketing technique more than anything else. And your book just kind of seems more so like a a labor of love and something that you really wanted to have the information out there. So what does your marketing strategy look like for that? The the book is kind of like an introduction. Um, So if you don't know me and let's say you hear about the book and you are someone who is like you know there is something in my life that I'd like to change or you know I've been thinking about doing something different but I'm not really sure and then you come across my book you maybe read the book and you want to know you know what else I might be able to help you with then that is how you're introduced to my coaching or my career consulting and so um, I guess from a, a marketing perspective or how I use the book in my business is as an introduction. Um, it just happens to be something that's packaged where it is helpful. You know, I I joke, I was like, you know, if I don't make it onto the New York Times bestseller list, then that's fine. But if I have, you know, one person who says, hey, I worked through your book, because it's, it's more of a workbook than just a traditional book that you would read all the way through. If I have one person who's like, you know, your book really helped me and helped me shape the next steps in my life, then I would have won. And everything that I put into the book is definitely the point of why I decided to put the book together and put it out in the first place. So yeah, I mean, uh, also from a marketing perspective, like I'll get uh, sent different events where they want me to be a vendor or to talk about some specific topic and then try to tie it back to my book. Because now that it is out, you know, I I am in in business, you know, I, I do have a a goal in mind of helping people but you know as I'm transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship then you know part of that is driving business and being able to spread the word of my book and sell more books is obviously now a part of that so it's really interesting because you know as an entrepreneur you have something that you want to accomplish right so for me it's helping people find fulfillment for a baker it's because they love baking or the the art of creating these beautiful cakes and you know you just want to do that but the minute you transition and you say this is no longer a hobby this is something that I want to do to provide you know livelihood to take care of my family there's all of the other behind the scenes stuff that is maybe not top of the mind when you're like, oh, I'm a baker and, you know, my passion is baking. It's like, oh, I need to file my business taxes this year (laughs) and I don't know where to start that piece. So, anyhow, that's uh, kind of how my book fits into my business. Stopping by the hair store? 
Ain't nobody got time for that. Brown Sugar Hair and Beauty Supply is an online beauty supply store that offers the latest hair and beauty essentials, including premium virgin hair, natural hair care products, styling tools, skincare accessories, and much more. Visit brownsugarbeautysupply.com, that's brownsugarbeautysupply.com, and receive free shipping with your first purchase. Remember, for the best in hair care delivered right to your door, shop Brown Sugar Hair and Beauty Supply. I want to flip the script a little bit and talk a, a little bit more about coaching. A little bit from the perspective and the overarching umbrella of the coaching industry. Now, I started my business as a coach and I no longer coach because I figured out that that's not where my passion lies mm -hmm. and I didn't really want to limit myself. I felt myself holding back mm -hmm. with women when I just were talking to them about strategy just because I, I met them. I loved their business idea, um, but I knew that I did it for a living. And so I just figured out that that's not where my passion lied. Um, and I know that you specifically do fulfillment coaching and that's mm -hmm. how you serve in the industry. And when you first get your uh, certification, uh, you kind of just get an overarching umbrella of the coaching industry and how to coach mm -hmm. and the overall actual practice. So how did you find your lane within coaching? Like, was it something that you knew beforehand or was it something that you found along the way when working with clients? Um, no, I definitely knew that fulfillment was going to be my focus before I started. I knew that I definitely was not interested in like relationship coaching. Like I'm married and I was like, I don't want to be giving advice on being married. It, I mean, I love being married and my husband and I, Brian, have been married for six years. But I was like, I don't want to be coaching someone in their relationship because I am still learning every day how to be a better wife and how to be a partner to him. So relationship coaching was off the table. Um, and just general life coaching, I felt was, you know, a little too broad. I, I wanted to be coaching to something specific. And so my big thing is moving towards self-actualization. And so for me, that means, you know, taking what you're passionate about and coupling it with your God-given talents so that you can create a life for yourself. And so that has always been in the back of my head, but it was also something that I was working towards myself. And so that's kind of how I kind of ended up in the fulfillment coaching lane and once I, you know, started doing it that way, it just it felt very natural to me and decided to, you know, stay in, in that killer lane. I know that you uh, used to do work and, and still are doing work with younger people and mm -hmm. students. And I feel like that's definitely a time in life when you're trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe that's more of a, a society thing. Like society pressures us at that age to mm -hmm. figure it all out. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you coach those kids to figure it out or at least speak and inspire them to figure it out while also still giving them grace, I guess, yeah. to uh, 
still learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually a really good question. Um, so as I mentioned, my background has been in university recruiting, so working with interns and new grads. And, you know, my message to them is you don't necessarily have to have it figured out by the time you walk across the stage. Like, I know that the idea in a lot of people's heads, I've seen this firsthand because my job is to get people signed up and, and accepted a job before they've graduated. That's what, what a lot of our interns have done. But if you don't have it figured out by the time you, you walk across the stage, that's fine. Give yourself some, some grace and some time to figure it out. I think sometimes people will think by me saying that, that means, oh, graduate and go be a bum and not do anything. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. Like if there is an interest that you have, let's say, you know, in I'll just use music as an example, go and find something that you can work, you know, some type of work that you can do where you're still able to make some kind of income, but also be able to explore, hey, is this something that I would really like to do if it is different from maybe what you were studying in school? One of my favorite quotes is, everything you can imagine is real. And so like, don't limit yourself as far as, you know, if you're thinking about what it is that you want to do paint the biggest picture possible. And then from there, you know, kind of take a look at things and say, okay, what is realistic for me? What do I want to do? Where do I have natural talents? Where are maybe areas of opportunity where I can, you know, fill a gap or take a class or get some type of certification and then create a plan for yourself from there. And so um, I think, I mean, you mentioned society. Yeah, there is this... um, this idea that you kind of take this check-the-box pattern of, you know, you finish high school, you take the SATs, the ACTs, and then you go to college and you join all of the clubs and you do stuff on campus, you get the internship, and you graduate and you get a job. And for a lot of people, that's worked and it's been fine. But if that doesn't look the same for you, it's fine. That doesn't, you know, discredit you or make you any less of a person. That just means that you'll need to take, you know, some additional steps to figure it out and be on your way. So I really wanted to touch on that because that is not only something that younger kids go through. Yeah, I feel like it's something that we as people go through over and over and over again Mm -hmm. in our lives Um, especially if we're trying to pivot or recreate ourselves there does take a lot of imagination in that process Mm -hmm. but also a lot of grace in that process too I want to talk about fulfillment because you are a fulfillment coach and I've never heard that before which is great I think that's really (laughs) awesome what is fulfillment to you? Yeah, um, fulfillment is just feeling good, feeling confident about the things that you are spending your time and talents on. I think everyone has some need that needs to be filled. For example, um, I have a friend of mine, and her whole life, even when we were in school together, her desire, her passion was to be a mom. And, you know, now she's a mom. She's a fantastic mom. And she finds fulfillment in being able to nurture and love and now pours that energy into her kids. And even before she was a mom, you know, she's always been very nurturing, very loving, very caring, very giving. And, uh, you know, 
fulfillment looks different for different people and part of finding your your fulfillment and going on that journey is figuring out okay what what is it that fills me up what is it that I do want to spend my time on what do I want to pour into and how how do I want to give of myself to xyz and so I think finding fulfillment and and being fulfilled is really important because I mean, you almost are just walking around like a shell doing, you know, things that maybe don't make sense to you or just kind of going through the motions. I think that if you can live life more passionately, um, it can be enriching not only to you, but to the other people that are around you and in your life. So kind of contagious, right? I don't know who needs to hear this, but girl, you're wasting your time, money, and tax benefits on not being a homeowner. At Real Estate with Shalia, we make your dreams come true. We provide a luxury experience at every price point. No property is too big or too small. Our services include credit repair, property management, and home staging. City and state don't matter. Our referral network is nationwide. Go to www.shaliascarborough.com to sign up for your free Millennial Home Buying Guide. Yes, get this totally free home buying guide for millennial women just like you by visiting www.shaliascarborough.com. www.shaliascarborough.com. I want to talk about you as a business owner and more specifically as a woman in business, right? I feel like you have a really great grip on your lane and who you are and who you're serving. I want to know your process and how, how you got there because I know so many people struggle with that. Uh, they feel like they have to be in competition with everybody because they don't know who exactly they're serving. They know that they want to be an entrepreneur. They know they want to be a service-based entrepreneur and um, more specifically, even a coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot of people, I feel like, get into the bad habit of wanting to coach everybody. Mm-hmm. And so they get to coach nobody. And so uh, how did you find your lane And then also, how did you get so good at quantifying and qualifying really intangible things uh, with your fulfillment coaching? First question of, you know, how my business is kind of coming together or how I figured it out, I will start by saying I don't have it all figured out. Like, I am continuously looking for new ways that I can educate myself, talking to other entrepreneurs who are further along in their businesses, starting uh, talking to entrepreneurs that are just starting in their business because they have a fresh lens, fresh perspective, and then taking bits and pieces of that and putting together something for myself that works with what I'm trying to do and keeps me in my own lane. And so I have some really great mentors in, in business who have run successful businesses who you know I can say, hey, take a look at this. 
does this make sense? Am I losing my shit? Does, does this sound crazy? Um, and then kind of going going from there. So I think being in business, being an entrepreneur is definitely a continuous uh, learning process, which has been great and frustrating at the same time because it's like you have this business that you want to be successful and to thrive, but there's so much stuff that you you don't know and you're just trying to figure it out and everything is happening at the same time. It's like, I, I should be done with this, but I'm just starting and I'm in the middle of this at the same time. It's just like the most interesting thing. So that has been a, a big piece of it, just like, like literally writing things down that I don't know and then going to look for the answers and putting it together. So I, I think, I mean, I think it's working so far. <laughs> Come talk to me in a couple more years and we'll see how that's working. Hopefully it'll still be all good. As far as, you know, feeling like I have to be in competition with other coaches, I, I just, I don't feel that way. I mean, I don't think, I don't think coaches do it like I do it, and I don't think I do it like other coaches. And so, you know, I know I'm not for everyone, and I am, I'm fine with that. You know, I, I know that I, I don't serve everyone, and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. My market, um, the way that I, I kind of found clarity was just talking to people. Like, I'm still talking to people. Like, one of the things that I learned um, was, you know, using client avatars. And so basically detailing traits about my ideal customer and trying to create messaging for that specific person. And so it's interesting because I I thought, hey, I have a certain type of person in mind. And then as you get into actual practice, you, you learn almost like micro nuances about that person that just helps you get crisper and sharper uh, behind the messaging that you are using to drive your brand or drive your business. And so, yeah, you know, I am fine staying in my own lane, as, as they say, and uh, I don't feel the need to be in anybody's lane. Like, I know other coaches, and if, you know, I had someone come to me and it wasn't the right fit, I would for sure recommend it's fine. As long as the person is getting what they need, then that, I mean, at the end of the day is what's important. And then the other side of it is, I think, in coaching, <clears throat> a big piece of it is referrals you know so if if I'm serving someone who is not my client and we're not getting the the results and the successes um, or the movement that ideally we would be looking for then my client is not having a good experience and so I mean just like when you don't have a good experience with something you're you're not going to tell other people oh yeah you should go you know check this person out you're gonna say I had a terrible experience this was a waste of my money and that's not how you drive business or, you know, at least that that's my, my specific or personal perspective. So yeah, that's why I'm fine staying in my own lane and figuring shit out on my own. How did you get to that space? Because not everybody has that mindset. I mean, you, I can't serve everybody. I just, you can't serve everybody. One, I don't have the expertise to serve everyone. Like my, my background is specific. So if you're looking for someone who has 20 years of executive coaching, I'm not your girl. So that cuts out, you know, that group of people. I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, if I'm not your cup of tea and I don't have the expertise to help you, then I don't. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I want to be able 
to get my clients results and people need different things and I'm, I'm just I mean as matter of fact as it sounds like I'm just fine with that I asked that question because I've kind of been trying to figure out the mindset piece of things right mm-hmm. and a lot of women struggle with imposter syndrome or mm-hmm. they struggle mm-hmm. with feeling like they are in constant competition because they want to serve everybody is it a practice mindset or is it just something that you're born with um that's a good question I would say maybe a little bit of both I mean obviously I see other coaches that are much more successful or who have been in business much longer or well established and I'm not saying that you know those aren't things that I want for my business like of course, I, I would love for my business to be thriving and for me to be able to help larger amounts of people. But I also know that, you know, they didn't get there overnight. And as long as I'm staying focused and diligent in putting the right things behind my business, in my mind, you know, I will get there. Um so, I mean, I guess maybe it's a little bit of, of both. I think I, I naturally have a fairly optimistic outlook. Um, so that's just something that's kind of natural to me. So I, I'm lucky in that, that regard. Um, but then there's also the mindset, like, yeah, continue to do the work. And, you know, this is something that you, you want to do. You're passionate about. This is, you know, the legacy that I'm building. This is how I'm moving towards my own personal uh, fulfillment and self-actualizing for myself. Um, So one foot in front of the other, like just keep at it. And eventually you'll, you'll get the results that you're looking for. I want to ask about the city that we are in, Dallas. So how has your experience been with finding community as a business owner here in Dallas? Yeah, so Dallas is home. Um, I have been in Dallas basically my my whole life. Um, I went to graduate school in Boston. Shout out Simmons University. Um, My family is Nigerian, but I've been in Dallas my whole life. Um, So I think for me, it's maybe been a little bit easier because this this is my base. Like I have a, a lot of friends from oh, mercy, like elementary school, junior high school, high school that are all still here. Um, and some of them have stepped into business. Um, there's lots of business communities, whether that is the different chamber of commerces. Um, there is like the Dallas Entrepreneur Center. Um, there is like business lounges. There's there's lots of different buckets or pockets of of folks that are building businesses or interested in in building businesses or even supporting businesses. So I would say that there's lots of opportunities to, you know, grow and build a business in Dallas. Um, Our economy is good. It's a fun, vibrant city for families and, you know, up and comers. So that's, you know, also makes it really exciting. So yeah, I mean, I I like living in Dallas when the weather wants to do right. Because otherwise, I'm like, this is, it's too cold for me. I do not like the cold. But yeah, I mean, I think there's lots of different avenues to help drive and support uh, your business. So one of the things that, um, that I used to do was this thing called People Empower. 
I was finding that a lot of people that were gravitating towards the group were people who were starting you know, some type of business or interested in some type of business. And so the group was intended to, to really be a place for people to share resources. Because um, I, I talked a lot about just doing research as an entrepreneur and what somebody else might be researching and learning might be beneficial to me and what I may be learning might be beneficial to them. And so it was really an opportunity for me to pull people together who had different resources or connections or networks that um, we could all benefit from so that we're raising the water line together. Um, and yeah, we... Just keeping that up was pretty time intensive once I, I found the right focuses in my business, and so I don't do it anymore. But um, I feel like there are probably lots of other smaller type groups like that in Dallas, and then, you know, others that I'm continuing to learn about and, and connect about. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of stuff. Millennial women deserve to have their voices heard, which is why we created Bold Babes Radio. Our unique podcast network consists of an engaging lineup of show topics which serve our audience of young women between the ages of 21 and 35. We know what matters to you. From health to pop culture, we have a show for that. Visit us online at www.bullbabes.co to view our full show lineup, listen in, and subscribe. Always uh, in these interviews with kind of passing the mic along to another woman here in the city. So I want to know if there's been any women in Dallas or just one specific woman that has been really instrumental in your journey as an entrepreneur here. So off the top of my head, Tiffany Camouche, she is a family law attorney in Dallas. She is fucking fantastic. And... Um, <laughs> She's fantastic. She's just been so supportive. Um, she has just shared, you know, a lot of her journey and things that she learned early on in business with me. She's just been fantastic, and I will forever be grateful to her. So, Kamushe Law Firm, check her out. She's in Dallas. She's fantastic. Let's see who else is at the top of that list. There's just, you know, there's other folks that I see doing their thing in their their business. Um, Isha, she does Pink on the Weekend, so uh, event planning and uh, decorating. She just transforms spaces and uh, I recently got the opportunity to see her working you know live and doing her thing and uh, she's just phenomenal um, let's see my friend from undergrad uh, Isha I mean yeah Isha Aisha sorry <laughs> I get Isha and Aisha confused um, Aisha Gaines she does Oh my gosh, I mean, she's doing all kinds of things. She does photography, she has an event space, um, she is also in the wellness space, and she's just fantastic. She started off doing Honey Bee Natural, and me and her have, you know, talked business and building businesses and ideas for, for several years, so she's definitely on that list. My sister, Tracy Freeman, is definitely on the list, hands down, um, Tracy is, she's just so dynamic. So she started her own photography company. Like, 
she's just been my go-to for pictures for ever like she's done so many of my pictures my my bridal photos my engagement photos not just because she's my sister but because she will do a damn good job and like you know when you do business with family it, it tends to be uh, loosey-goosey and all of that and like she she's not like that she's like okay I'll have your pictures edited here you are you know and they're they're just beautiful and so now um she's working on a book of her own and just watching her go through the journey is you know constant and consistent uh motivation for me to keep going when sometimes I'm like huh this day is not going too well so she's definitely on uh the list and yeah there's there's so many others that I could list off but I would say those are you know the, the ones at the top of my head my sister-in-law Cynthia she's in the nonprofit space and just seeing you know how her nonprofit is building and growing based on a, a very personal experience of, of hers uh, my nephew was born premature and so her mission is to help families that are you know going through that and have had premature birth so um, shout out to Cynthia and Noah's hands um so yeah those are I'll say those too <laughs> those few thank you so much for your time Trisha and if you enjoyed her episode I encourage you to subscribe to listen to some other ladies that are just as inspirational as her and also like and follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram everything is at Bold Babes Co and we will see you next time guys bye bye